Wilkins Not Dead, your survivor's guide to the modern world. I'm here with Arthur. Hey, hey. And this is our final episode of 2020. Uh, we're taking a short break for Christmas. We're going to come back on maybe the 11th, maybe the 18th of January, if we're lazy. But we'll find out in the new year, I guess. Uh, and this episode, we just thought we'd do a rundown of top and bottom moments of 2020. How's your 2020 been, man? I feel like I've I feel like I'm just in this constant state of PTSD to be honest. Um, yeah. Like every month it's something and every month feels like a year or five mm. depending, mm. but at the exact same time this year has been passing it at light speed. Like That's true. Man. Uh, I I I I'm still not registering that we've had a year. It just mm. feels like I've we've been in this like seven week mesh of something and now it's december and i'm like nah this is this is this just not this did not happen you know so, i on my side i'm feeling like a diff i've got a different feeling i think i've got stockholm syndrome for 2020 okay. like i feel like i'm gonna miss this year but i i'm i am acknowledging that stockholm syndrome totally i've, I've started to love yeah. my abuser yeah yeah like i how how, I, how do you love this how do you love this man we, we'll get into that because they we so we've made like lists of our top moments we have we uh, have 2020. so we're gonna go through tv shows uh most fucked up moment uh top karen slash kevin like yep. bringing the boys in there um mm-hmm. hero of the year yeah and uh the least 2020 moment damn straight those are the categories that we're going to do but like i think we're going to have different lists on here because i've got some positives in here still (laughs) i don't know why i don't know what i've been doing positives i've i've really enjoyed this year and i think it's just me i think i'm just weird (laughs) i mean yeah 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 i would like uh... to no, this wasn't on our list because I, I haven't been listening. I don't know about you, but I haven't lis- been listening to any new music. But okay. as a uh, as album of the year, I haven't even listened to this. Yeah. Uh, back at the beginning of the year, 7th of February, Delane, uh, who I don't know if there's any Delane fans out there, but shout out to you. Uh, Delane released an album called Apocalypse and Chill. All right. Yeah. And I think those are words we can live by. I think we're going to have to look into that, have a, have a listen to that album coming this week. I, I did not know about this. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like that's that's what we should have all been doing this year, just like apocalypse and chill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in our own in our own little bubbles because, hey, social distancing. Yeah, yeah. But like just so everyone out there, just slip on your shades, uh, open up a coconut, sip yeah. it all down. And uh, Apocalypse and Chill with us. Yeah. Or, you know, get a nice cup of tea like I have. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, get your beverage, snuggle up warm, and settle mm-hmm. in. Um, and so first, just to remind us that what a year 2020 has been. I've, oh, uh, I've got a, a little decade. rundown. What a decade this year has been. Are you kidding me? Okay. Oh, All right. my God. Okay, so... 
Well, feel free to add to this list because I'm sure I haven't included everything. <laughs> but let's let's begin. Okay. okay. So, starting off at the front of the year, COVID-19 already spreading through China and surrounding countries. Um, Australia is on fire. Yes. Literally, the entire country was on fire. And it Brazil. Grounded, and Brazil, yeah, it this grounded planes. It again messed up a whole load of shit. Literally, two countries just massive wildfires all across them. Yeah. Uh, Trump potentially caused, uh, almost caused World War Three by assassinating a high-ranking Iranian official, while said official was walking through an airport. Now, Trump did choose the most subtle way he could to assassinate someone, and that drone was a strike. drone strike. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Drone strike yeah. on an airport, like subtlety to the like amazing. We did um, discuss this. This like we did discuss the drone strike painting method. Oh yeah, that, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did discuss this. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, apparently Trump's tweets weren't cutting deep enough. Ooh. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi uh, fails to impeach Trump. Uh, because she was too busy playing politics rather yep. than just doing her job. Yep. Um, I mean, literally failed. <laughs> Talking about collusion, the guy was just just assassinated someone and they still <laughs> managed to not impeach him. It's amazing how, <laughs> like, we say that Trump's an idiot. I think the Democrats are bigger idiots, <laughs> literally. Um, yep. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter yep. crash. Yep, and there I, I'm going to expand on that. Just just continue with your list, but I'm going to expand on that in a, in a little bit. Okay, that was January. So all that ju that was just why, January right why, there. Why you gotta hurt me like that, man? <laughs> that that was one month, and I okay. probably didn't even cover everything from January in that one. Oh. Um, so if you live this, you probably you probably know like what else is coming up. But if you're listening to this from the future, just buckle up. Yeah. Just get ready. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, in between January and March, um, majority of countries across the globe went into a national lockdown. I think there was literally a handful of countries that didn't, including Sweden. Uh, yeah. For some reason, just didn't lock down. But we'll see how that pans out. Um, then... There was the murder of George Floyd by the hands of a police official. Uh, so a police officer murdered um, a ma black man in America with other police officers watching. This ended yeah. up being filmed by, I think it was a 14-year-old girl who then mm. posted it online, which then started a nationwide protest for Black Lives Matter, which uh, yeah. crossed continents. Um, there were some in England, there were some... Uh, across Europe, elsewhere in the world, um, as well, the year of protest, because there was also the Hong Kong protest still continuing. Um, US and sort of in retaliation to, well, the US response to um, the Black Lives Matter protest was, of course, peace and love and caring. Uh, sorry, just checking notes. No, it was they started a race war. Um, yeah. So the police just started assaulting people openly after riots because of police brutality. Good. Right. Um, white virgins across America started stockpiling 
assault weapons. Yep. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, this is a good one. Ghislaine Maxwell finally arrested. So I think that, that is was true, June, yeah. July. So she got arrested. Uh, for those who are not familiar with Ghislaine Maxwell, she was the right-hand person to uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, so, and she is the smoking gun in a huge international uh, paedophile sex trafficking ring. So still finding out what's going to happen with that. Um, but hopefully something something positive comes out of that next year. Uh, then the next one on my list, I'll see if you remember this one, Orpha. Um, yep. Beware explodes. The what explodes? Uh, I'm not pronouncing this right. The capital of Lebanon explodes oh yes the um not the cement factory the uh ah uh, it was next to the cement factory yeah yeah it's nitrium something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so um yeah like i saw a video of that explosion yeah and i saw the before and after pictures and it's, no yeah it's insane like it's the, it, like it's like they started there was a fire apparently that broke out in that in that mm. thing which is what which is what led it led to it and then there have been many mixed reports but when i the last reports that i heard was they didn't send fire and rescue crews in there initially because they didn't want to risk losing people but then the fire was spreading yeah and then they had to get someone so they rushed in they were like no we're not going to do this because it's going to explode and then they rushed in to try and save it. There was some talk like that, and then everything got annihilated. Like, there was yeah. literally nothing left. Yeah, like, the videos from that are insane. Like, I saw yeah. um, I saw one which was a wedding photographer who was uh, doing some photos for this woman's wedding, and literally starts off really nice. Like, she's coming out of the church. She's, like, looking gorgeous. She's got her flowers. And then suddenly everything goes sideways. That's not a turn of phrase. Literally, the entire city went sideways. She's flying. The flowers are flying. The cameras over. Like everything just moves. Like this isn't a little explosion. This collapsed whole parts of the city. The yep. warehouse on the dock where the gas was uh, located doesn't exist anymore and when i say it doesn't exist the ground beneath it doesn't exist either you cannot no, rebuild that there there is no foundation of that factory left in like insane yeah. like yeah. worst yeah. um like yeah so yeah. <laughs> so 2020 hey yeah um <laughs> remember at the same time they were in a lockdown um mm -hmm. and they were during a pandemic yeah um next one uh, chadwick boson boseman dies uh, yeah. so he passed away um unbeknownst to everyone he uh, had been fighting cancer for a couple of years um so that that was something that shot the world and was very sad because it came out of nowhere uh, yeah. and then uh more fire because we needed more fire basically america was burning literally the riots um, that came, that were happening between um, the white supremacists and Black Lives Matter were burning down cities and mm -hmm. the wildfires spreading across um, America and Trump was there saying neither were a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah. And then you had uh, the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, those two were not com- connected, but imagine if they were. What a scandal. Ooh. Eddie Van Halen found in bed with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, died Ooh. in the throes of passion. Oh, why are you implementing? Wow, these images in my head, Sam. So vivid. What is wrong with you? Just imagine her there. I object. <laughs> You're Oof. a bad boy, Eddie. You're sentenced. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. And say what you no, will no. about Eddie Van Halen, but he's got amazing finger work. But up, bum, uh, and then after that, the presidential race uh, was basically an embarrassment to democracy across the planet. Yeah, uh, it much. was essentially two dementia pra- patients fighting over who's got more friends. Yeah. Um, and Biden wins with a very slim margin, uh, considering that at the same time, his opponent was claiming that he was a law and order president whilst there was a literal race war waging across the country, it was uh, half of it was burning down because of said wildfires and said race war. And he was claiming the uh, the pandemic was a hoax, which he a pan, uh, the disease that he had caught and spread around the White House. Yep. Um, Biden should have taken that in a landslide, yep. not the margin that he got it. Yeah. Um, well, thanks to the recount, the margin is growing ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. However, you are correct. Biden should have won that in a landslide, the, the likes we had never seen before. Yeah. But apparently not. Anyway, um uh, is there anything you want to add to 2020? You said there was something about Kobe Bryant? Yeah, so um, so this hits home. I mean, Kobe Bryant, basketball legend, and as avid listeners may have picked up on, I am a basketball player. I have given my uh, mind, body, and soul to this endeavor of playing basketball for 28 years now. Almost a long time have I been have I been in this, and um, the thing is, Kobe Bryant started riding a helicopter. His he started commuting to work. He basically flew in to their training facilities via helicopter, and he was doing that back in well, early, yeah, earlier in the two thousands when he was playing with the Lakers, and there were a lot of roadworks and. Basically, his commute was cutting into his family time. Hmm. And he'd miss school plays and he'd miss out on activities to be with his family. So being the solution-orientated person that he is, he decided to ride helicopters to training. And that would mean – and he would take them to games and everything. Like he stopped using a car that entire season, if not more. Wow. So he's riding a helicopter. So that's at least twice a day. Hmm that he has to fly in a helicopter, like from his house and back to his house. So I don't think he, like, I think he would just stay in the gym the entire day, do all his workouts, go to the two practices that they have, and then he'd return home. Mm. I'm assuming that's what he did. He used a helicopter a lot for commuting, and then 
he dies in a helicopter accident and it's just it's just like the amount of times he would have written in the, in a helicopter mm. to go to training like a lot of people criticized like why was he flexing like that what was he doing i mean for him this was just like riding a motorcycle or yeah, my, no, right, riding a bicycle so it's i mean it everybody was talking about risk assessment and all of that he had massive experience from riding in helicopters so of course this would have been and it's just a very very sad freak accident i think this is something that you see a lot though like there's a lot of people who are on that level of um slight celebrity or wealth yeah and it's uh it's the helicopters that do them in like it's all the planes or something like there's always like this um thing of um... i mean when when these when these luxury things fail these people yeah yeah, i mean people always point and blame them but i yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to like voice that you know that he did commute to work in a helicopter for for what however long a period he did that I, it would le- it was at least a season yeah. of basketball where he did that so that's twice a day and i mean it's what uh 70 well i mean however long their season is i mean that's you're talking hundreds of trips that he would yeah. have done so um so if we if we just continue on is this is you were just recapping the year yeah yeah so that was just the the recap of the year was there yeah. any other things that you felt i missed in that long list i mean no no we no. i mean there there are things that are I'm, we're gonna. I'm gonna add to that list with my. Um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. There's some things that I didn't put on there because I was like, uh, we do like there's other things. Like there is actually one positive that I missed out, and that was um, Parasite winning the um, the Oscars. Yes. Like huge wins for Parasite the Oscars at the beginning of the year. The um, movie. The movie Parasite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not um, not not Weinstein or Epstein. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah, to we're gonna lighten the mood a bit because we're gonna talk about TV shows first, and like we want yes. to put TV shows in first because like we can talk about lighter subjects, we can talk about fun things, and yeah. then we can get deep and dark with it again. Exactly. So, uh, so what's your list for TV shows? Dave? Oh yeah, so um, I kind of I kind of threw this. So I mean. Again, coming back to the basketball, um, Last Dance, the mm-hmm. the documentary about the uh, about the uh, the the double three peat of the Chicago Bulls. Okay. So the early the early years, the first three peat and the second three peat after his retirement, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan comes back, and that show is just amazing. Okay, cool. As as a basketball player, as a person who watched and lived through both of those three peats, mm-hmm. I saw every single finals game of those mm. years every single one of them so to go back there and see like like hear the hear feedback and you know understand what was going on behind the team at, at all of these times was for me was amazing but again it's a really fun and i think it's a good documentary mm-hmm. we, we, we can discuss bias in netflix documentaries until we're blue <laughs> in the face but this one was fun. Um, All documentaries are biased. Like I think I, I, I know throw that I know. out there. Yeah. Yep, they are. They are. It's it's a it's a certain way of selling you things. Speaking mm-hmm. 
certain ways of selling you things oh. is there is another netflix like i think i know the one that you're going to talk about okay want to put money on it let's put a fiver on it let's put a fiver on it i'll, I'll put a fiver on it okay yeah okay uh, right, I'm, yeah. I'm am i saying it okay i mean i think you're gonna say tiger king that that's the third one but this one that ah! I was just uh, it's come oh tiger king is coming but yeah this one this one that i had particularly talking about selling us things is the documentary high score oh which, i haven't seen high score oh it is it is absolutely it's so good because okay. it takes it takes on the history of video games and again oh, amazing I've seen it talks yeah yeah, yeah. Go and watch that. It's like if you if you if you played video kids games as a kid, if you had one of those handheld Nintendo things, uh, not the Game Boy, like the just the the simple basic you know computer display tiny one things. Um, yeah, watch that. That is also amazing. Uh, skip to the end. Tiger King. Yeah. Tiger King was this year. Like how many times? Like. Thanks to Tiger King, we now have we now have a name to express when things are just fucked up beyond all recognition, and that is Carol fucking Baskin. Carol Baskin. When, ev- when everything is shady, when you got something that's like a little bit uh, uh, suspect here, we got like Carol fucking Baskin case. We also know um, one great fact, uh, and yes. that is uh, that the entire male population is only one hit of meth away from being gay this is true yeah this is true meth meth it's the craziest drug the other thing the (laughs) other thing we do know after watching tiger king yeah all of these sanctuaries need to be put out of business oh yeah totally the the big cat industry and and the fact that i'm calling this an industry is an insult but the whole big cat thing needs to be put out of business. People yeah, need to be zoos across, like not even just big cat, exotic zoos in general. Um, yeah. I I still feel like the craziest thing I learned from that is that you can get a, a tiger cub for two thousand dollars. Yeah. Which uh, when when the stimulus package came out in America, I was like, how many people? are going to like just top that up with $800 of their own money to get a tiger cub. Exactly. <laughs> How many people are going to get a fucking tiger cub because of this? No, um, and here's here's the other thing. My I have friends in the states that have mm. bought cars cash that mm. cost more than $2,000. Yeah, yeah, like crazy, man. This is this is not a lot of money. Like this is this is it's a big sum, yeah. but it's not a lot of money. No, no, no. No. Like in, in the no. in the reality and real space of, of what is going on in the world, two thousand dollars is not a lot of money. So yeah. um and another um and I'm gonna I'm gonna break the break the cycle here and jump oh. out of the out of the documentaries for a minute. Oh, there man. was an Austrian German uh collaborative uh TV show called okay. Freud. Ah, okay. Yeah, it 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 goes on the story of Sigmund Freud and how he's um, using he, he they kind of put him in like a Sherlock Holmes setting. Is this the one where it's got Vigo Mortimer as the as Freud? Yeah, I think okay. that I think that's his name. Yeah, Aragon. 
Vico. No, I don't think that's him. He oh, may have played something else. There's this a is, different this is a, one where he plays Freud. Probably. Okay. Uh, no, this this I don't think this is Vico Mortensen is who yeah. you're thinking of. Yeah, no, no, Vico Mortensen is not. This is some other dude. Um, okay. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's a really it's a really dark show, and um, the 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 less the less you know or the less explained about it, the better. But it, mm. I thought it was a fun show. The the whole um, the whole premise and the and the once the political once you see the political play of what is going on, it just mm. it goes it goes deeper than than what it appears like. It was, a good, it was a good concept. It was a good show. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I, um, oh, do you have another one? I mean, only because uh, there was a new season that came out this year. Uh, there is a show called The Expanse, which I think is the best sci-fi show out there today. Okay. So just want to shout out to The Expanse, Mike. All right. But other uh, than that, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so that's been Last Dance, High Score, Freud, Tiger King and uh, yeah then those were like those were like the I would say the good ones mm, mm. and do we really have to discuss the bad I mean you should know the bad ones by now the horrible <laughs> ones like really we like I mean, anything that has reality TV anywhere closely associated to it is is going to be horrible. Yeah. So all this real housewives, uh, Bachelor, Bachelorette, they relaunched that. Yeah, or, yeah, but that's I, like trash yeah. every year. Yeah, um, no, and I mean, I thought, I honestly thought the Bachelor and Bachelorette had gone away. They'd stopped mm. doing those shows, and then. 2020 rolls in and like, hey, we got a new season coming out. Whoop, whoop. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why would people watch this? All right. I, I might quickly go through my list and then we'll take like a quick vote. Yeah. I mean, there's only two of us. So like it's it might be split. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm disqualifying my first one just okay. because I feel like it's an automatic win. Uh, yep. Which is David Attenborough's Life on Our Planet. Oh my days! Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything you that's want. got David Attenborough in the name is like wins, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. So yep. because it's an auto yep. win, I'm disqualifying that because that's okay. just too easy. No, um, no, no. It, it still wins. We're just we're just competing for second place, first okay, loser. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Attenborough wins. No, we're not taking anything away from. Him. He came on Instagram this year. Yeah. Good news. He came on Instagram. If you're not following David Attenborough, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, he came on uh, on Instagram and he basically fighting for the planet um, at the age of I don't know, like 92. he's ba- he's almost as old as the Queen, and no, she no, was there with the dinosaurs. All oh, right, yeah, year. he's the same age as the Queen, like same craziness. Age. There are a few uh, months between <clears> them for sure, but they are the same born. Oh, yeah, it's the like same six year. months. Something like that. Sign. So, um, and I've said this, and I've said this before. They're getting up there, both of them. Oh my god! And, I'm going to be so sad when David Attenborough passes away. Yep. And I do not know, honestly, I do not know which the the actual people of the United Kingdom are going to grieve more, the Queen or Attenborough. Attenborough. 
I, I, I totally think that Amber. I think that there'll be more of a public showing for the Queen, but in our yep. hearts, it's Amber. Um, and then obviously I've got Tiger King down here because you yep. got her. Um, you got her. So two things that, um, well, three things that personify 2020, uh, Tiger King, conspiracy theories, and day drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I think everyone can relate and agree with that. Not me, not the day drinking per se, because, no. you know, I've, but uh, the, being the industrial um, monster that I am, I've had a job through all of this, mm. so... Not bragging, but just saying. Like, <laughs> I, I've missed. I've Humble missed brag. out on. I've missed out on some of the like. I can't relate to the struggles, mm. except for that two-week period when I was forced on vacation because we have to take vacation, but we couldn't travel, we couldn't do anything. So I, yeah, yeah. my vacation was basically, I'd have scrimmages where I'd run out into the wilderness with my cats, but. <laughs> I'd, I'm I'd thinking of like you, you there with like the the sword of grey skull and like uh, battle cat next to you and like you're riding <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, Tyna would love that. Yeah, get a saddle on her. <laughs> um, I mean, it was kind of the way. I mean, I just I would just basically run in like because Oslo is full of nature pockets, mm, so I would mm. just find one of those and then we just leave the trail and we go hide in the woods for a few hours. Nice, nice. Yeah, but um, other than that, like I cannot relate to people's uh, isolation and home quarantine no, situations. No, which is why TV became like such a sanctuary for some people. Yeah. Um, there, there's two sequel, uh, two second seasons that I'm gonna that I've put in here. So because yeah. it was the boys that uh, boys season two that was released this year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like the boys season two really not. It's like I think. I think that was better than the first season, maybe in like wow. it, I think possibly. Although I don't okay. know, like I still like they're very different. Like they're the, <laughs> obviously it's the same season, but like they're doing different things with the characters in season two, and right. I liked the way that they took some of the characters. Yeah. Um. The other and then the flip side of that was Umbrella Academy season two. Oh, that was so good. I hated it. I really? hated season two. I really couldn't stand it. Oh wow! That like the biggest change on that on that front was you kind of sympathised with Luther in the first season, but in the second season he just became a dick. Yeah, well that was my problem in uh, okay. in season two. They either flipped characters around or they just didn't progress them, mm-hmm. so they were just stagnant. They were yeah. just the same person. Like they just went back to episode one, season one. This is yeah. the same character. You haven't gone through anything with them whatsoever. I mean, I I understand that specifically with Klaus. Yeah, yeah. You you we have to like when you go into the whole um, substance abuse and alcohol abuse and all those the stagnant the the stagnant. Yeah, but like I felt like okay, so spoiler that's not a spoiler. Um, Klaus becomes a, the leader of a cult yeah. um, ac- by accident. I thought that was such a brilliant concept to accidentally yes. be the head of a cult. They could have done so much with that. And basically it was just him constantly running away from the cult. It, I didn't think it was funny. I didn't th- like my main problem with like all, with the whole season was that 
none of the characters i didn't feel like any of the characters had agency so none of their storylines actually affected the main storyline like they could have just been doing whatever and like though if i didn't like a storyline i skipped it i just fast forwarded and it didn't change the story for me okay and i was just like that's bad i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't necessarily disagree with you but i think if those characters would have just gone off and if five had not actively sought them out because it, the world like the world wouldn't have ended yeah no i get, I get you like if he but like it's, it's the thing is of... if, if they if they would have just tried to live normal lives and just forget about being superheroes hmm. none of that would have happened and it would have been fine yeah. i mean the 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 commission still would have come after them for sure but because they, yeah they were like, but I, I felt like the the commission it was all it was based the way that was done it was basically just like oh this is a reset button oh we we don't we we have absolutely no idea where we're taking this story so we're just gonna do we're just gonna throw this in it, it just it felt a bit cheap um yeah. but my last one that i want to say is uh it's not it's not the most fun topic but uh it's called i may destroy you okay and so this was from the bbc the bbc actually came up with some amazing stuff this year um but this one i think is like up there um so michelle cole uh she she made uh she wrote this and it's based on real life events so i think like the other thing she did which i do not like i think it's called like bubblegum or something um which is it's okay but it's kind of like really oh yeah, it's called chewing gum. Okay. It's like a whatever, um, it's like sitcom thing, but it's like one of those with like a laugh track kind of. It's like, okay. yeah, it's whatever. Um, this one, deep gritty drama yep. about date rape. Okay. Yeah, it's like, so it's about this uh, this woman being um assaulted um and say so date wrote and then it's like her journey to like find uh to like basically find this guy and it's like it's a revenge plot based around this and like okay. in i think in the wake of like what's been happening recent in recent years like the me too movement as well harvey yep. weinstein getting his um his sentence this year like it was really poignant for this year and like that i mean the whole epstein the whole epstein yeah yeah exactly like i i feel like it's a really poignant um series and something that everyone should watch Mm -hmm. like obviously only if you're into it but like i think it's sort of i i feel like it's nice to have like like you say like how when you're watching a documentary it's like you're being told what to think about something when you're watching something light and fun it's like oh this is quite fun but like that it's like it kind of it's it's one of those series that challenges you yeah and it's sort of it's questioning what you think about a subject so Mm -hmm. i think like that deserves even if it doesn't win i think it deserves to be there because i i think like if we're if we're talking about what is most iconic for 2020 I, I know which one is most iconic for 2020. <laughs> a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, like 
It's um, I th- I feel like it's got to be Tiger King as like yeah. those 2020 TV series. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, yeah, like just the fact that every episode is another site. It's like a great documentary series when every episode is revealing something new that you didn't see. Like when there's, I like, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we in in in. I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. Like it does reveal more and like you think you have a handle on what is going on in that season and that series and mm. you have no idea no you have no idea so like when when the tiger sex cult came out i was like that's crazy oh uh, and that was like that was like season that was like episode three two that was episode two man yeah episode uh, two was uh was sex cult episode three was Carol Baskin killed her husband? Oh my God! Yeah, no, the, <laughs> see, this, it just keeps going. I yeah. mean, the, and, and but the thing is, on the lines of, of of a TV show that's very that's very on point. There was the um, there was the Epstein documentary that came out this year, mm. which had everyone glued to their TV sets. Um. So yeah, that was uh, those. Mm. I think, but definitely, I mean, in terms of the the absolute sheer chaos, uh, Tiger King wins that. But the Epstein documentary should definitely get a mention. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, all right. So Tiger King honorable mention, Epstein documentary. Yeah. Okay, we have yeah. crowned you Tiger King. Bing! You are the most 2020 TV series. Hey, yay. Um, and now, so the next one's most fucked up moment. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, because there's been so much, should we limit oh this goodness. to, like, top five? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. But, I mean, uh, I just, just throw this, this entire sheet away because, <laughs> like, I, I, the, I went deep. Okay. I went deep on this rabbit hole this I, rabbit I've hole i've literally just... only got one thing okay i've literally got, got one thing because i i remember this and i was like yeah that's that for me is the most fucked up yeah okay so my one is lieutenant governor of texas dan patrick saying that he and all the other old people will die for the u.s economy do you remember this? I remember this. The, I remember yeah. this. Like the, this was like the thing that I thought was the most fucked up. People willing to risk their life. Like I know that people like have the whole thing of I'll put my life on my line on the line for my country. Like you're going to war or something. Like all right, okay, like you're doing that. But literally, like oh no, just like keep everything open. And you know what? I'll probably die because I'm I'm in poor health. But that means that the economy will keep going. I, I just thought that was the most insane, fucked up thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I had to look up what lieutenant governor means. It basically means that like you're the vice governor. It means that you're the second. But I'm guessing he wanted to be called lieutenant governor because it's it sounds militaristic. Okay. Like why it's not, a weird why not general governor. 
Oh well, because so you've you've got or, the governor who is the yeah. general go- who is like the main governor for the state, but he, lieutenant governor means that you're the you're the, the right below. Yeah, you're like the vice governor. Yeah, so you've so they've militarized the state, uh, the office, <laughs> the office of governor, which. Okay. Uh, once yeah. again, I think that explains like this whole messed up <laughs> way of thinking. Yep. Uh, all right. So, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. like this list is long. Mm. Like long. Like the, the the like when I was going through the most fucked up shit that has happened this year. So, um. But I and I have a lot of things circled and listed and like Okay. But All right. the the whole the whole Epstein story that that, that was just like how deep that went. Mm. Um George Floyd. Yeah. The yeah. the whole spark of the Black Lives Matter, like okay, so his death is a tragedy. His, tra- his 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 death was a crime and the people responsible should be in jail for a very long time for doing that. Mm. The consequences of his death, the whole Black Lives Matter movement, the, the civil unrest that followed, like this whole awareness and, and wokeness that happened, some good did come of that, but mm. it wasn't just... George Floyd. There was Breonna Taylor, and there mm. were there were so many so many others that got killed um, that should not that should not have been killed, and that that this 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 need this needed to happen. The loss of life is always a tragedy, but the at least there is a positive to what happened to these people. Um, I think one of like this is this is the reason why I'm this is on my list is because this hits close to home like in, in the terms that this just happened mm. is that there are over 300,000 dead in America alone mm. in the in the time span of 7th of January so it's been 11 months and America has lost 300,000 people to the coronavirus. Iceland is a little bit over 300,000 people. This is why it hits close to home. They're losing now, I think it was on Friday, I believe it was, was the first day that the coronavirus claimed over 3,000 people in a single day. So I've stopped looking at the case numbers because that just got to the point where it was like, right, I just need to like deal with the fact that thousands of people are dying daily. Yeah. Um, at, at the time of recording, um, according to uh, the Google statistics, uh, worldwide, 1.6 million people have died uh, due to the pandemic. Yes. And all of this, not not all of this, but I, I'm going to go generously i'm going to go generously out on a limb and say that 90% i'm going to i'm going to hold my guns to 
of all of these people that have died of coronavirus could have been avoided with the simple fact that if people would have, if governments would have locked down hard, if we would have used masks, if if we would have been considerate to one another, Mm. 90% of the death toll of the coronavirus could have been avoided. Yeah, yeah. And that that see and and this this is what absolutely breaks my mind is the fact that it wasn't jeff bezos it wasn't it, it wasn't dr evil it wasn't dr doom it wasn't mr sinister it, it wasn't thanos it was us the people in the streets us the common man we did this to ourselves there was okay. there wasn't there wasn't so there wasn't any flash elite people riding around in in you know fancy sports cars spreading coronavirus. Mm. This is our stupidity did this, and it could have been avoided. So that is what is so immensely fucked up. Yeah, go. There's something that I saw this morning that um, made me think. Uh, so you know the film Jaws. Yes. There's a moment in Jaws where the people are so they close the beach yeah and when they and, fight to reopen the beach and they go back to the beach yeah and so the people fight even though they know there is a killer shark that is eating people supposedly and, supposedly uh, and and like when you're watching it like the first time you think oh mate this is a massive plot hole like no one's that stupid and then you live through a pandemic and you think, oh, wow, no, no, no. Like, that's that's very accurate. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they were they were spot on, as you like, say. When you see a oh, you're so British. Um, ah, when you see a um, <clears throat> when you see any of these uh, like um, horror, uh, horror or disaster films, now you've got to think, oh, my God, like <laughs> no one would do that. Why are they acting logically? Yeah. Um, just as well, just to talk about like caseloads, it's really mind-boggling now. Um, at the bin- beginning of the pandemic, when we were at the uh, highest new cases, um, which started like the lockdown mm-hmm. uh, in the UK, we were going into three thousand, and like so, we reached peaks of around five thousand. And then yeah. uh, it was when we started to go down to like 1,000 or so new cases a day. That's yeah. when uh, we left the lockdown. Um, yeah. And so I think at the lowest point, it was around 450 uh, new cases a day at the okay. moment. Um, and we're talking about so opening up even further for Christmas. Uh, the UK is at uh, 23,000, uh, sorry, 21,000 new cases a day. So, so let's 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 put that into a little bit of perspective. Mm. Five thousand previously, five thousand cases a day were enough to lock down. Uh, well, three thousand, and then it peaked to five thousand, even right. With okay. The right. Okay. So, at, there was a, there was a benchmark of three thousand for lockdown, and we're now at twenty thousand, and they're opening up. I, yeah, I mean, at the same time, the death. The death count at its peak was in the UK was one thousand two hundred, 
And right. we're now at a death count of 500, 500 600. So that's okay. probably the argument, but it's still like, that's 600 people that probably didn't need to die. No, absolutely. Like, I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's I don't know what else to do is is my thing, I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm, I'm with you, and and this is this is part of the um, this is part of the part of the problem. Like this, like on this list, mm. like for me personally, because I've lost people that I care about mm. to the coronavirus. And and this is why this this whole thing hits so hard to home is because this didn't need to happen. These are unnecessary deaths. Yeah. And I this think... is the sh- and this is the shittiest thing about this year is like all the unnecessary deaths. Yes, mm. yes, we can argue until we're blue in the face that a certain percentage of the elderly population would have died regardless and they would have gotten the flu or urine infections or you know a whole host of other things or cancer would have taken them three weeks down the line but that doesn't excuse the callousness Mm. and the and the lack of empathy people are getting shown right now would we say that like so as a combination of like both of ours um would it be so most fucked up thing is the um ease in which um, the global population sacrificed the most vulnerable. Yes, or or the or the or or not. Well, I mean, maybe not the ease, but the the willingness, the willingness. Yeah, because it was active. It wasn't just oh, it's hard, but we're going to do this. But like um, no, one like thing that I did the... mention in the uh, rundown was. The, before the Black Lives Matter protests started happening, uh, there were armed militias meeting outside uh, government offices across the U- United States, um, thre- threatening to assassinate governors if they didn't open up the um, the state again because yep. they wanted haircuts. Yes. Like, yes. That's the crazy... Yes. That's fucking... Like, think about that. How fucking sad how many... do you have to be to, like, what's, what is wrong with your life if, like, the most important thing in your world is, oh, shit, man, I haven't got my sick fade. Yeah, yeah. No, and my my hypocrisy and injustice radar just goes, like, through the roof on this because... How many of those armed militia that were threatening members of government got arrested? Yeah, exactly. How many of how many of them were shot and killed? None. And how oh. many of those how many of those militia groups, mm. when when they went assisting the National Guard, shot and killed Black yeah. Lives Matter protesters, people of color, and people who are sympathetic to the Black Lives Matter movement? Mm. Yeah, like shit is fucked up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so most fucked up moment, um, the human race. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, 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 think, I think I stand by that. Like yeah. the the yeah. human race's response to the human race. Once yeah. again, um, you managed to be the worst part of the world. Yes, congratulations. Good job, going, team. Going on that uh, that thought, 
Uh, yeah. We've got top Karen slash Kevin. Yes. Um, yes. Do you have a number one? I I don't actually have any of the those protesters <clears throat> like the because um, I totally forgot about the haircut protesters. Even though yeah. all of them have exactly the same bowl cut their mum gives them. Yes, exactly. Or crew cut. Yeah. Why can't you crew cut your own head? Like, what's wrong with you? I mean, I think like if you if you're an adult and you get like such a basic haircut and you can't do it yourself, like maybe just give up. Yeah, grow out your hair. You know, pretend yeah. you become a Viking, and then I can come down and beat your sorry ass for culturally appropriating my heritage. So go the fuck first, yourself. The first this year was the first time in years that I had someone insult me for having long hair. I was like, wow. Oh wow! I'm someone insulted oh you. God. Someone insulted you for having long hair. Yeah, like someone on the internet. Um, I oh. was in like I don't know how, but I managed to get into like a conversation about guns, and uh, this guy said, "Aim for his hair, you won't miss." And I was like, um, I don't know how to respond to that <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about, man. Yeah, shoot the hair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. Not, yeah. not the, not the torso, which is the, the biggest mass. Right. Yeah, he. I mean, but basically, the debate. It wasn't even debate. I was just asking, like, it was just in this thing. I just said that uh, they were asking about guns, and uh, I said that I find it really weird that the that America defends defends guns where it's like the only other place that has guns so readily available on the street like guns fine for hunting guns fine for farmers guns fine for sort of all those sorts of things like yeah. we even have that in the uk but i don't understand why you would want to open carry on the street and this guy was basically like i'm a soldier i'm i've seen action like i always yeah, feel so and i'm like and i was like yeah but what is the scenario in which like you've got military training but what is the scenario in which you're going to be able to whip out your gun and take out someone if they're attacking you straight away? Like the precautions that you're meant to take in a civilized society to make sure that you're not just your gun's not falling out, you probably wouldn't have the time to unclip it, pull it out, fire yep. to to do that. You'd have to have your hand on your gun or you'd have to be on high alert all the time. But no. that means that you're you're turning like your civilized society into a military war zone because you're thinking of it as a military war zone. Anyone is a potential attacker. That 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 is that. From a certain point of view, that is textbook PTSD. Yeah, no, totally. And like, and, and 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 if you have PTSD, you should not have a gun. No, exactly. I'm exactly. sorry. Like, we haven't even talked, um, spoken about like all the white supremacists, like uh, and anti-military or like trains, like shootings that happened this year. Like no, so no, much no. craziness. But anyway, back to our Karens. Um, okay, now now before we continue, yeah, should we just for one for our listeners who have been living um, in their bunkers and mm -hmm. do not know what a Karen is, should we explain what a Karen is? Because this okay. is a survivalist guide. So, do we recap? Do we okay, just yeah, we can, do, we can do a quick recap. Um, so, a so Karen, a Karen um, is a privileged, that's... entitled, usually, 
Majority mm-hmm. of the time, usually they are white, but they are mm-hmm. privileged, entitled, busybodies with unnecessary complaining. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty fair and accurate description. Um, they're like a subspecies of human. Um, yes. They have a protective um, he- uh, helmet, which they disguise as hair. Um, yep. It's uh, it's typically blonde it's... Uh, in like a kind of mullet fashion, but it's like yep. slightly different. It's, um, it's, an edgy, it's an edgy mullet, and the, the, this helmet that they have on their heads, yeah. this helmet that they have is actually an echo chamber. Mm, mm, yes, yeah. It's um, an echo chamber for their thoughts. And they, they, want, they have a desire, um, like aliens wish to speak to your leader, the Karen must speak to your manager. Yes, mm. exactly. And um, a Kevin is a Karen with a ding-dong. Yep, yep, pretty much. Um, privileged, entitled, 99.99% of the time, it's a white, middle-aged man. No, no, Kevins I found are typically younger. Are they younger? I found really? that the Kevin as a species is typically 20s. Oh. Like it's typically sort of. I, like, I mean, are we are we gonna group all the Kevins in together with the Proud Boys? Because I think the Proud Boys and Kevins need to be kept separate. I feel like the Proud Boys is uh, a, when you get a, you know, when you get like a group of lions, it's pride. Yep. The a proud um a, a Proud Boys is a grouping of Kevins. Ah, uh, yes. I, I was thinking like it was like the Kevin Youths. Oh, no, no, because like <clears throat> you, you got because there's the boomer. Yes. Which is like old white man. Yeah, that's which the, is like that. That's yeah. the peak Kevin. That, that's, that that's, is, that's, well, that's no, I find them different. Like there's a different thing because they complain. They don't complain as vocally as a Kevin. So I feel like a Kevin is a young man's game. Oh. Like, that's when like you're pre- that's when your privilege has been checked you know but your privilege could be checked in many ways like you might not be allowed to have a haircut because there's a global pandemic going on or you might not be able to go to the front of the queue because there's other people in the queue um your coupon could have expired um all sorts of things that are put in your way just to disenfranchise you yes exactly (laughs) like wearing a mask yeah, how dare they? How dare they ask you to? Yeah. I um, mean, fascism. Fascism everywhere. Right, yes. so when we take these wonderful dandelions of of the human race species, privileged, mm-hmm. entitled, busybodies with unnecessary complaining, peak for me, mm-hmm. absolute peak for me, in the smack dab, let's call it middle of the Black Lives Matter movement, but it wasn't. It was fairly early on. Mm-hmm. But it was like when Black Lives Matter had gone global, like had gone seriously global and had been yeah. going global and gaining a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. There was a, a Karen mm. in the park with her dog. Uh, I've got this one down as well. Yeah, okay. Yep. This, this, is my, this is my ultimate Karen. You know, you know what is going on. Do you want me to give the name, or are we giving names for these no, ones? No, like, I, I, here's, here's the thing. I don't, like, I don't want to give these people any more notoriety or fame, or you know, because 
I just, I do I, like this, Karen. People, people can go and find it on their own if they, mm, if they are so inclined. Okay. But I, I'm not going to name any names because mm. this is just a Karen moment. Okay. And when she goes and says that um, a person of color that interacted with her and told her to put her dog on a leash, that she got assaulted, and she calls the cops. Mm. Like with everything that is going on. I mean, if you had been literally like the unbreakable Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt, you'd been holed up in mm. a nuclear bunker for 15 years and you'd been out of the hole for like five minutes and you've been fed racist propaganda your entire life. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to accept your apology and understand the extenuating circumstances of your life have led you to, to act like that. Anything else is unacceptable. Okay. Yeah. And this woman, um, as well, she was the influence for the, well, one of the, um, one of the people quoted as part of the Karen act. Oh my God. There was so, a Karen act. Yeah. This was in California. Um, yeah. So they passed the Karen Act, which is basically, I can't remember what it starts for, uh, what it stands for, but they wrote, they spelled Karen with a C instead of a K. Um, okay. And essentially, if you, um, if you contact the police uh, for, a, uh, in sort of like a racially uh, active manner, so you're, so like this woman with her dog saying, yeah. this guy's trying to attack me, this guy's trying to rape me, and you make false claims because this person um, that you're you're interacting with isn't white, then yep. you face criminal charges. Thanks. Oh, I because, love California. Because uh, like, it's already like uh, you're making a false claim. That's already a criminal act, but they made yep. it very specific. So it was like, yeah, this is what you're charging people with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she was, um, I, I'm willing to, like I had her high up maybe as the Karen of the year because she she is a Karen that pushed the world to the point where they finally where they had to act on it. So yeah. some good came yeah. out of her Karening. Exactly, but I mean, mm. think about it. Like she she lied about getting sexually assaulted. What is that gonna do for the credibility of women who actually get sexually assaulted? I mean, they're standing. Let's be fair. And this is a horrible horrible disease mm. of our our consciousness is victim blaming and you know they make these claims and and they're not believed they're not taken seriously mm. and then this happens and it just proves everything that you know the naysayers have been have been propagating and saying you know and it's just it just it it's so it's like it's like a half a step forward and then you run for 60 seconds as far as you can back okay um have you got any other cards because i've got two more that i can talk about I've, like i've got the like for me my second is the original karen for me the first karen that i heard of the og the, the og karen okay the one that called the cops on a black family barbecuing in the in the park. Oh my god! Yeah. That was yeah, that was that my one. that was my first Karen. I <sighs> remember my first Karen. Oh. Um, not good times. No, and this and again, 
this is so problematic for a lot of reasons. But that, yeah, those are my two. Those are my two peak Karens because what the actual fuck? And now, like, if you go on, um, if you go on, for example, Twitter, mm-hmm. and you search on the hashtags Karen Karen's gone wild. Yeah, yeah. There are literally thousands of videos of people losing their shit. The only difference is when this original Karen that called the police on the family who were having a nice picnic barbecue in the park mm-hmm. and this woman uh, who alleged that the, the man accosted her and assaulted her in the, in, in the park with, with mm-hmm. her dog. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that now when these people are having these meltdowns, other people are stepping in yeah. and dishing out, in some cases, a pretty nasty dosing of whoop-ass, which I find hilarious. Yeah, so it's that like there's a, that's happening now. That's happening. Yeah, yeah. Right. And there, there is like there's like a karma countdown. You just you just you just watch the video and you just know like three, two, one. There's the shopping trolley getting thrown at their heads. <laughs> it's hilarious. So it's a good fit, you know. I, okay. I, I had a good Saturday evening. So I'm anyway. going to talk about like my. So we already spoke about like the dog lady who influenced the Karen Act. Um, So my other two, uh, so we're not doing names, uh, so I just have to describe them, but there there was a video of, um, it was Palm Springs in Florida. The, um, when, so they do town hall meetings and I like, so Parks and Recreation, which is a fictional show, didn't quite capture the insanity of town hall meetings from right. what I understand. Like it went weird and I was like, <laughs> no one's that stupid. And then I saw this and realized that they were really like, they they didn't understand how stupid town hall meetings can get. And mm-hmm. this had everything. This had like one lady who basically had the voice of Piglet um, dressed in a security guard uniform, white hair and like, she was there like, and to throw God's beautiful uh, breathing apparatus out of the window. Like she's not my favorite Karen from this, but she's up there. She's like iconic. Like she's too sweet. She's too like I I I can't insult you. You're like an a, this old lady. I just want to protect you, wrap you in a blankie, and like look after yep. you. Okay, like you're there. But it was basically they pro they were pro they came to complain about masks and. This lady who we're not naming, but she was incredible. And the best thing about the video was that she had the time to talk. And this is the best thing that you can do with conspiracy theorists or Karens of this nature or anyone like this. You just need to give them breathing space. And like there's a saying in the UK, um, give them enough rope to hang themselves. Yeah. because basically like they're they're just talking up this rope and then they're getting tangled up in their own web and then they've hung themselves like they've hung their argument out to dry um and so she starts off like and she's like jumping and she's like okay okay and like really goes at it and she's like talking about them ass and she's like god you are you think you're better than god you're working for the devil the devil 
God has got all your names, all your names. You are working for the devil, the devil. And like goes on. And then she starts talking about 5G. And then she starts talking about like this. Other, and it's like, oh my God, like you're, you're my favorite Karen because you've encapsulated like all the crazy, all the crazy this year. Like we, yeah. like conspiracy yeah. theories up there, like they were abundant this year and they were all being funneled through this woman's mouth. And because like the governors and everyone were just listening to her because basically you've got your time period to listen uh, to tool. She, I think she wanted to have the manager argument. She wanted them to argue back to her and say, no, that's not. And she wanted them to sort of, she wanted to put, put herself into a position where they'd be talking over her and yeah. they weren't, they were just letting her speak. And so she just, she ran out of, she ran out of steam and then she got her second wind and then she was going and it was like, ah, oh my God, where's this going now? Ah, oh, we're here, we're there, ah, oh, we're everywhere. So that was beautiful, loved it. Um, and then the other ones, now, there's an understandable reason why the this pair was concerned, Yeah. but the way in which they reacted was completely inappropriate. Okay. So, oh, wait, 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 right. I think I know who you're going to mention now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Is it that gun-toting couple? Hey! Yes! Hole in one! Yes! Okay. So to give context to this, there were, so this was still, I think this must have been like June, July, it's like Black Lives Matter protests still happening, still going on, very strong in America. And basically, the protest went off of its route. I don't know if they had like a route or whether it was a spontane uh, spontaneous protest, but essentially yeah. they jumped the gate into or broke the gate or something into a gated community in America. Um, and they protest down there, which makes sense. Like if you want to protest, you protest where the people that you want to speak to are. Not yes. like if I want... If I was like, I don't know, um, like this is the problem with like loads of protests. Like I, I've seen people protest for climate change in the middle of festivals, in the middle of yeah. hippie festivals. And it's like, you, you're just you're just speaking to your crowd. Like go protest, or like you need to go to, it's like, I don't know, an oil convention or something like that. Go to yeah. the people that you want to like be in the face of. So they're there. Like, so they did a bad, they broke in, shouldn't have broken in, but like they did it. So yeah. they're there. And then literally just in the street, these motherfuckers, <laughs> these two motherfuckers. Oh, where's the photo of them? Like I, I needed to get the photo to like really explain this. Okay. So the lady comes out and she's like in the photo, she's got like a hand on her hip and she's got like this little pistol. And she's yep. doing like, mm, 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 don't you be coming here? Don't you be coming down here? Where that yep. like, and she's like ready to ready to shoot. Like they're in front of a fucking mansion as well, so they could have easily just closed the doors and been like, yep, all cool. Like they didn't yep. even have time to put on their shoes. They're out there barefoot. This is how sort of like <laughs> ready to go they were. The <sighs> guy is holding, I think that's an AR-15. Of course like, he is. It's at least an assault rifle of some sort, and like he's got a range of Florida as well, doesn't he? 
probably. It's like, finally, I get to use this. But, like, they're literally standing in the front, and they're just, like, pointing it at teenagers and, yeah. like, screaming at them. And it's like... Get off my lawn! Like, I want to say they're Karens, but as well, like, this is just psychotic. Like, yeah. the fact that they they were that scared and they and they did this um these two as well were at the democratic convention this year yeah they were key speakers at the democratic convention oh my god which i mean i would have i would have expected them to be key speakers at the republican convention but... oh sorry yeah it's republican convention they were at the republic oh. not the democratic convention so right, i got yeah. i got my racist mixed up um yeah. but yeah they um Oh, so yeah, this was in Missouri. Oh, this St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Sorry, so, sorry, Florida, but this is about as Florida as it gets right there. Well, I mean, yeah, so we got Missouri, so guns hurt. So, all right, so guns hurting Missouri people at um, Black Lives Matter protesters. Um, Florida, Palm Springs, Florida meltdown. Or yeah. uh, the Karen in the Park was in Central Park, New York. Or was it Central um, Park? Yeah, that one was in Central Park, which oh, I think is oh. crazy. Like, because I, I was like, it's New York. Like, yeah. surely as a metropolitan city, like, you wouldn't expect people to be so. But I mean, obviously, be, people come, like, doesn't matter where you are, like, you can be. You can be liberal and have been born in a haystack and still live within that same haystack. You yeah. could be um, as right-wing conservative as you want, and you could be working in a coffee bar in the middle oh, yeah. and and a right and an author. Like it yeah. doesn't yeah. doesn't matter. It comes like all your like preconceptions about what what's left-wing and what's the right-wing doesn't really matter when you come down to it. Like. Maybe more people are a certain way in some things, which is why we get these stereotypes, but it doesn't really matter. So are, are we are we gonna say New York's the Karen of the gear? No. Like, I, I for me for me it is. Okay. For me, hands down. Considering think... considering like um motive, opportunity and the and the social setting that it happened in. Like mm. like how Black Lives Matter was going global, that is definitely my my Karen of the year. I'm I'm gonna name her Karen of the Year for a different reason. I'm okay. gonna name her Karen of the Year because she was the influence for the Karen Yeah, for um, the Karen Act, yeah. Karen Act. So some good came out of her Karening. Yes. I I yes. feel like I want to put positive I'm trying to put the positives in there. Remember, Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. Yes, because you liked this this you like this year <laughs> you like this year because your girlfriend fiance allowed you to buy a PS4. Just say it. Just say it. She didn't allow me. No, yeah. I went out and oh, got so me my PS4 for whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've been playing The Witcher and all that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. That's true. I, I would like to actually, as Hero of the Year, I would like to nominate both Geralt of Rivia and Peter Parker. Yeah, fair. Because I haven't got the sequel, I haven't got the Miles Morales one yet, so I can't name Miles Morales, although he was in the first Spider-Man game on PS4. Yeah. Wait, didn't the Witcher series come out this year as well? No, that was uh, 2015. That was 2015? Yeah, Witcher 3 came out in 2015. No, the TV series. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, I totally forgot that. 
I felt like so that. A bit... It's been a decade. Oh my god! I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's been a decade. I would like to actually um, say I, I would put The Witcher above Tiger King. I mean, like... in doc, yeah, but documentary-wise, The Tiger King wins. But in in terms of in terms of TV shows, yeah, The Witcher, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just think like the way that um, Henry Cavill portrayed um, Geralt. Like, once again, like, I've got so much respect for Henry Cavill doing um, nerd things now. Just because, like, um, video that broke the internet, Henry Cavill putting together his gaming PC. Yep. Um, And just like... But that's not, like, the MVP of the Witcher series is Dandelion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's that's the song that kept giving. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. So, so back to back to us here at the at the uh, at the at the Karen end of our our well, list. Well, we I think we we settled on New York Karen, New York yep. um, dog walker Karen for Karen of yep. the year. Um, yep. And then we've got two categories left to go. Yep. So we got Hero of the Year, and we've yep. got the least. 2020 moment um i've got a few heroes i've got a few heroes to mention um i don't know about you i i have i have i have a boatload of heroes actually okay so should we limit ourselves because um otherwise we're going to go on way too long so like what do you reckon three all right yep top three Uh, this is going to be difficult because i'm going to have to like okay i've only got three actual human beings the other things are like uh, other things. Yeah. <laughs> I might do those honorable mentions. Okay. So you go. Okay. So I'll, I'll quickly I'll quickly do my honorable mentions first because they're kind of funny. Um, okay. Zoom. Yeah. For connecting yeah. everyone as an honorable mention, like what God knows where you Spain? came from. There is probably something really dodgy happening with Zoom that's only going to come out next year. Yeah. But until yeah. then, you are my hero. You're one of my honorable mentions. <clears throat> the other one, and this is going straight back to Stockholm Syndrome here, I would like to thank for um, its efforts to curb climate change, the pandemic. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I remember when the videos were coming out of deer and wildlife the the waters of venice looking like you could see the bottom i didn't know you that was a thing uh, yeah. the himalayas being visible from cities for the first time in decades like yeah, yeah i i the lockdown i think was fantastic and i i i would really like us to try that I, yeah. I, it showed. I think like that gave me more hope than anything has has that. Like I was basically settled on climate change is going to kill us all, and then once that happened, I was like, oh my god, we can, we might be able to fucking do yeah. something. So yeah. I'd like to thank the pandemic for giving me hope for the future. Okay. Yeah. Um, In a very yes. roundabout Stockholm syndrome kind of way, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. no judging. So three people, um, and one of them actually represents. So I'm gonna doctors as a whole, yeah, medical staff as a whole, care workers, yep. 
Yep. Um, fucking everyone who has done anything to help someone else during this pandemic, I think they're yep. all heroes, regardless yep. of what little effort you did. You did something, and that's important. Yep. That's in, that's incredible. And as like the top of the, that list, I would like to mention Dr. Lee Wenlang. Okay. Um, I probably butchered his name, unfortunately, but um, I'll spell his name out just in case. Dr. L. I. Lee, and then Wenlang, W-E-N-L-I-A-N-G. He is the man. Uh, so he passed away this year at the age of 33. He yes. was the whistleblower on COVID. Yeah. He was the yeah. so when at the beginning of the year when China was still covering over COVID and they were calling it pneumonia, um, yeah. they weren't releasing the documents about this and this probably did more harm at the very beginning that vital first part of the pandemic. Um, Absolutely. He was the guy who went out and he was he went to the internet to try and get the message out there about this like um and he was followed by other um medical staff who did the same thing but he was like he was the first one he broke through that wall first so i think salute to that man um a hero uh i'd also like to say anthony fauci for basically keeping um trump in check during yeah. press briefings because <laughs> even though trump is not the leader of my country i still feel like those press briefings had an influence on the uk and on people like the way that QAnon has spread and the way yeah. that like these other ideas have spread with people being at home i do feel like he like there were some countries that were looking to anthony fauci in some ways yeah. uh, i mean obviously there's it was thousands of people's work but i feel like he did something towards that mm-hmm. um and then the last one that i'm going to mention is antonio uh guterres yep. who is the chairman of the un who on the 23rd of march surprised the world by calling for a global ceasefire okay and now obviously there's still wars happening there's still fighting there's still conflicts happening however for 11 days we had the closest to world peace that we've ever had yeah because of this cook because of the he anthony saw this um i i'm saying his first name as though we're like on as though we're chums like oh yeah me and anthony uh antonio um guterres um he saw this opportunity and he took it and he called for world peace and if you listen to his speech, like he meant, they mentioned that this was going to happen, and it it looked like it was going to be cheesy. But then, when you actually listen to the speech that he did, it's thought provoking, it's caring, and to many people's surprise, lots of groups actually called for a ceasefire in yeah. those first in the first few weeks. And there was like a two week period where it almost looked as though we were actually going to achieve world peace for a short period of time um unfortunately that didn't happen because it's 2020 and that's not the way the world works but i I also america but yeah yeah yeah. well america were actually one of the ones to stand out um but then i don't know in if it's the down in all its places there was a lot of people a lot of countries who 
said that they would do it and then didn't do it and then there were other countries like thailand did stand down but then they didn't say it was because of the un so like there's a whole political thing there but i i I just really commend the effort and i think that's um that's noteworthy that's something i think is really that that hope that hope i think is like really important for this year yeah no i agree i agree um so quickly honorable mentions of course nurses doctor frontline and essential workers Store workers, delivery drivers, lorry drivers, yeah. fire crews in um, Australia and Brazil, especially. Big shout out. Um, respect and love and condolences to everyone in Lebanon of, of their fire crews. Mm. The only, I think the only two people, like I, like, I just couldn't settle on, I didn't think it was fair because people have done a lot of, a lot of good, but a lot of people have made sacrifices, so I didn't mm. think it was fair to just pinpoint anyone. The only person I'm going to honorably mention in this mm. is the paper boy who also started including food drops on his paper route. Oh, man. Greg Daly. That's that's mm. it. Like, he's he gets an honorable mention. He's in there. And and I I just I just want Greg Daly to be representative of all the people who have been doing service to their communities and to the people around them who aren't named. Greg Daly got, got an article in, in the Times, I think it was the Times magazine, mm. um, but there are so many others who did this and didn't get mentioned, and this one's for you. So we see you. Thank you for your love and support. But yeah, um, I mean, nurses, doctors, essential workers, everyone who's been who's been manning and, and helping keeping at least people a little bit alive are, mm-hmm. are definitely the heroes of of twenty twenty. Definitely. And it's the last slot. Yeah. So um I think yeah, I think we should just say everyone. Everyone who's yeah. done something positive this year. If you've yep. done something positive for your community, you are a hero. If, if you've done something positive for yourself, and if you're still living, that is enough, and that is yeah. a positive. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, stay positive um, and look after yourself. Not like Charlie Sheen, but definitely stay positive. And um, last category: aye, aye. the least twenty twenty. Moment of 2020. I literally have nothing, so this is all on you. Okay, so I have two things. Okay. I have two things. Um, mm-hmm. So first, I want to say a big shout out. Congratulations to my friends Truls and Lynn for getting engaged this year. They're going to get married next year. Yep. Well done. Well done. Big, big shout out to um, uh, to all the all the couples who lived through this. And secondly, the least, the absolute least 2020 thing of 2020, Biden winning the president election. Oh, come on, man. What? Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like I said in the rundown, like, that should have been Bernie Sanders. Uh, 
that should oh my god yeah sense. like totally that should have been but i i mean i i think that yeah but but I, but, 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 but but let me let me just finish because there needs to be a caveat okay. there needs to be a caveat so yeah. just like how you mentioned zoom as one of your heroes with the caveat that something horrible is going to be is going to be coming out next year mm-hmm. something horrible is going to be coming out with biden next year but trump Absolutely. didn't win trump didn't win Trump, Trump didn't win, lo- and we're going to see what happens next year. So, yeah. actually, no, before Trump, we... St- Trump losing the presidential election is the least 2020 thing that happened this year. Okay, so before we sign off, so I, off the top of your head, quick thoughts. Um, next year, what yep. is going to happen? Uh, so, your prediction for next year for something, or something that you're looking forward to next year, or so I, thoughts okay um thoughts for next year is uh we're fucked (laughs) and i've just i've just generally and and unequivocally i've written off next year yeah me too man i totally um i am in the mindset of because some people are already looking back to going back to normal i am looking at september at the earliest yep that's that's pretty much my plan i'm I'm not like next summer, yeah, we're going to have, like, things are going to get a little bit better. We're going to open up again. It's going to be the same shit. And then come the fall, I, 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 I'm I not going to do, make yeah. any any kind of things until this September, October next year. We'll see if we're yeah. able to, because I, mean, I, I do not want to go back to normal. Let's oh, just no, say that me, right me, now. Me either, dude. I me either. Like, that I know normal we had. One conspiracy theory that is out there is the Great Reset, um, yep. which I, I don't know what people think. Like, it's going to be reset to communism or what, but like, it is kind of like, I think the Great Reset, I see this as a kind of positive thing of like, it's what we were doing beforehand. I was miserable. Uh, well, I wasn't, I, I was still happy enough. Like, I've got a loving, loving partner. I've got like an okay life and stuff like that. But yep. it wasn't like, this wasn't the world that I was. I was promised as a kid. No, um, absolutely not. I fully agree. Power Rangers set me up for a very different world. There are less yes. Zords than I thought there would be. Um, yeah. My teenage and, and a, a bit and a, of disappointment. I did those karate lessons for nothing. And I mean, all the all the um, all the quicksand survival classes we attended as children. Oh my God! What I mean, I I, I am appreciative of my quicksand. Um, knowledge now just in case quicksand was to come about but yeah. i didn't realize how little that was going to uh yeah. or jungle rope bridges how many yes. jungle rope bridges have i had to tra- traverse scooby-doo yeah. did nothing for me yeah exactly exactly um, although scooby-doo did teach us one thing yeah the real monsters are people which has just been proven 2020 for the win for the win all the scooby snacks um yeah my my uh 2021 predictions i think that we are going to finally see something happen with the epstein galay maxwell case um possibly i really hope that prince philip gets extradited yeah um that's my that would be that would be hilarious I think that is probably going to have something to do with the fact that we're going to, we are doing a hard Brexit in the UK and we're going to need to give a caveat to the US. And so I think we're just going to sell the rules down the river as soon as we can. Um, 
and I don't know. I I I'm not looking forward to to the beginning part of next year because we are in a huge global recession and the UK is crashing out of the single market. I don't know what's going to happen with me in this country. I think the rest of the world is going to be okay. Yeah. Um, we're we're like all the other stuff that's going on, but relatively relatively okay. I'm I'm also looking forward to the boom in creative industries because so many authors have been stuck at home with no distractions so they can't complain anymore they can't say that it's something something distracting them because literally you've been at home i want to see new books i want to see like new scripts for tv shows i want to see like new artwork like i want to see loads of stuff i'm looking forward to that yeah, no, that that's that's a very that's a very good that's a very good hope to have for the for next year. Mm. So I mean, they've all, I mean, aside from Mandalorian season three, um, I'm not holding my breath. Which is season two? Ay- oh yeah! Ay- and do you know what else is coming out next year? What's oh, coming oh, out? Oh, you're always you're always. Yep. More not dead. More not dead. More not dead's coming at you. Yes. So if you have enjoyed us, thank you very much. I mean, like this year we had a huge boom in new listeners because we started this year. So you're all new listeners. So we love you all. Uh, We have seen that there's been some reviews on Apple. The the one that I liked the best was I was dead and now I'm not. So in honor of you, my friend, we're going to do a necromancy episode in the future. Um, if you want to do if you want to hear like new stuff from us like if you want to suggest something uh, go to our Twitter um, or you can email us podcastnotdead at gmail.com just like find us on the web like we've got our own website Um, I think that is just podcastnotdead or is that notdeadpodcast.co.uk try both of them you'll find it either way um, we're also on the Instagram and stuff like that. I like how I'm an old man and I say the Instagram rather than Instagram. Um, I mean, we haven't branched out to the tickety talk yet, but um, th- th- this is what happens when you when you leave your twenties. You just yeah. stop putting the in front of everything. That's exactly. how you know, like, and as, as an as an elder millennial. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so younglings. Listen up, we love you all. Stay safe. Enjoy your Christmas. Yeah. Happy this is Christmas. Just everyone. before Christmas. Um and if you don't celebrate Christmas, we wish you a merry, happy your yeah, celebration. The solstice is gonna be just over. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so happy yeah. solstice, all my pagans. Uh, happy yeah, yeah. Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah. Um, have a good new year if this is your new year if you're Chinese don't worry so much like yours is coming a bit later on um, we'll give you a shout out we'll give you yeah. a shout out I can't remember when Persian New Year is Persian New Year is around this time as well is that in spring I think no Persian New Year is in spring as well okay okay yeah all right so yeah and the sun's coming out so that's good oh here comes the sun oh more musical numbers we need to bring in more music into this podcast. We do, we do. Because people love our voices, apparently. Our beautiful, beautiful singing voices. <laughs> All right. Well, you look after yourselves. Have a fantastic rest of your 2020, and we'll see you in 2021. Hey, yay! Nine, nine. Bye. Bye.